friend, it's great to be with you on this Church Tips podcast. We are so excited today to be able to talk about the nitty gritty of the worship pastor life. Now, if you're a worship pastor, I mean, you're going to listen to this and say, this is the life I'm in. Now, actually, we've got so much content in this that we've broken this into two podcasts. So this is part one. And then part two will come come across next. But uh, anyway, tell us a little bit about this, John. Yeah, well, and I want to mention too, even if you're not a worship pastor, but maybe you're a lead pastor or another uh, ministry leader of some sort, uh, this would be beneficial both for the lead pastor and it would be beneficial to get into the hands of your worship pastor. So be sure to share this uh, with them if it doesn't directly apply to your role, but you could pass it along uh, because we want to help uh, the worship ministry to really go to that next level. Right. And that's why we're going to be really focusing on that. Um, and that's why, as you've probably heard us talk about, there's this course coming out that we're getting ready to release um, uh, on worship ministry uh, because we want to help churches go to that next level. Because as you know, you can read the stats. People are making decisions about whether they're going to come back to a church before the sermon before even comes. Before you preach, exactly. And, and, and so... Uh, those first several minutes into a church service is the determining factor for people. And so that's why it's so important for us uh, as church leaders is to get this worship ministry um, as solid as possible. Because like it or not, people are making decisions. Yep. Visitors are coming and they're making decisions as to whether they're coming back simply um, on those first few minutes of the worship uh, service experience. Yep. And that's most often the worship, the musical worship component of the service. And so we're going to be highlighting today um, the first three of the six components uh, that relate to the nitty gritty of the worship pastor life. And so our presenter for the worship leadership course that's coming up is Jeff Dio. And Jeff is the uh, the one that's going to be uh, sharing in this particular video if you're watching or if you're listening. So we're going to just cut to that here in just a moment, and then we'll come back and share some additional thoughts uh, as it relates to the stuff that he said. So without further ado, That's right. let's cut to Jeff. Number one, you will need to enlarge your capacity to organize and schedule. It's so ironic, right? Because... You know, we think of us creative types and, you know, we're just free spirits and we're just doing whatever we can do. You know, we just want to worship the Lord. But then you have this worship pastor, worship leader role in a church and it requires scheduling and organizing and all that stuff that we just love so much. Now, I am a little bit of a A-type personality, so I'm kind of a strange uh, musician in that I do love organization and preparation and schedules and all that stuff too. But probably many of you watching this, that's not your natural go-to. So I want to try to help you process some of these things. Obviously, you know that you're going to have to uh, deal with some schedules with office hours. Many churches, of course, are asking you to come in regular office hours, which, you know, as a free spirit, as someone who might just, you know, uh, be, love to be creative, that might not be a norm for you. But that certainly is going to be something that you're going to have to deal with. And of course, you're going to have deadlines. Oh, heaven forbid, right? When it comes to songwriting, there's no deadlines. You just write it forever, right? When you worship the Lord, there's no deadline. Well, there's going to be deadlines, right? There's going to be event planning. There's going to be content creation, all those types of things. And you're going to be expected to produce on a timeline, 
at a church. So you have to kind of ready yourself for that. Of course, there's going to be tons of meetings that you have to go to, our favorite thing, right? But hey, just think of this as an opportunity to have community, to be with people, to brainstorm together, iron sharpens iron, all that stuff. You're going to have your Monday service review. You're going to have your production meeting. You're going to have your Thursday staff meeting or whatever it is, whenever it is. And so you want to lean into those things, of course, not dread them, but lean into them as an opportunity to build relationships. And of course, you're going to have to deal with budgets, right? You have to keep receipts. Oh, heaven forbid, all those receipts on the bottom of your uh, car floor, right? You're going to have to organize those and bring those together and turn those in. And you have to do some planning ahead uh, with your budgets. You're going to have to even, you know, uh, vie for your department. You're going to have to maybe uh, just sell the ideas that God's put in your heart so that we can add those things to the budget. You're going to have to learn how to, to do that. And then you're going to have to, of course, deal with administration stuff. Uh, you know, there's rarely a creative arts admin in most churches. Uh, if you do have one, that's probably a luxury, but even still, you're going to be involved in all kinds of things from emails to text to handling planning center online, data entry, computer stuff, all these things. So you're going to have to get used to all of that organization. So of course, there's many more things that are part of that, but that's the first step in growing as a worship leader. Number two, uh, you're going to need to excel in the area of time management. This one really just leapfrogs over this other one here. Uh, we're going to have to organize, but organize with our time. And this may be something that you are used to or that you aren't used to, but you're going to have to prioritize your to-do list. You're like, what to-do list? I don't even have a to-do list. I just kind of do it as it comes to me. Well, that's going to have to change, right? You're going to have to get a to-do list. I usually put mine in my phone, but then I also have uh, reminders and I have a to-do list that I have on my desk of maybe some long-term things, some short-term things, try to categorize what I've got to do. But we've got to learn to prioritize as well, right? Not just do the things that we want to do. We've got to do some of the things that we don't want to do and get those over with. The way I look at it is one way you can do this is you can get something done that maybe you don't look forward to doing and then reward yourself with something that is on your to-do list that you do look forward to doing. Don't do all the ones that you love doing and then save all the ones you don't love doing for later. You're also going to need to discipline yourself, right, in ways maybe you haven't done in the past. You're going to have to discipline yourself to get things done. You're going to have to discipline yourself to look and see what needs to be done. You're also going to have to learn to problem solve. Right? You're going to be given tasks by your pastor, by other people to, hey, can you handle this? Can you take care of this? And you're going to have to learn how to problem solve. And that's going to also require you to ask for some advice. Don't try to fix it all by yourself. Get, you know, utilize the people around you. They're going to help you and they're going to help you in this area of time management. Right? I encourage you to be faithful. Don't cut corners or attempt to get away with you know, less office time. Let's see how little I can do. Let's see how much I can get away with. You know, be careful, though, at the same time, not to overwork as well, like trying to prove yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to be here 10 hours longer than I need to be or whatever. No, just do what is needed and be faithful. All right. Number three, you're also going to find yourself leading ministries, believe it or not, 
that you didn't sign up for. You're like, whoa, <laughs> there's a revelation, right? Uh, you just thought you were coming to sing and lead worship. Well, there's so much more to this. I know many worship pastors who have multiple roles in their churches, right? They might be overseeing the prayer and altar ministry. They might be overseeing the video and website creation. They might be overseeing the production team. They might be overseeing the marketing team, or they might be a campus pastor at the same time as being a worship pastor. They might even be overseeing or partaking, participating in marriage and ministry counseling and so much more. So you do have to prepare yourself that there are going to be multiple roles. Typically what can happen, right, is somebody leaves or uh, decides that they're called somewhere else and then uh, they ask you, hey, can you fill in this role? You know, and sometimes you need to stick to your guns and see if there's a way for someone else to handle that. Other times God's going to call you to those things uh, for a season. But either way, you're going to be a lifelong learner because you may not have gone to school to do all these things. You may not have uh, learned about how to do it all, but you're going to learn on the fly and God's going to help you with that. Hey, was that great stuff or not? Man, we really appreciate what Jeff has done in putting together the nitty gritty mm -hmm. of the worship pastor's life. Let me do a recap here. The three things he talked about um, that, that really need to be a focus for the, the worship pastor are, number one, you'll need to enlarge your capacity to organize and schedule. Number two, you'll need to excel in the area of time management. And number three, you're going to find yourself leading ministries you didn't sign up for. Those three are very, yeah. very real in the life of the worship pastor. Yeah. You know, it's interesting just as you watch that video or listen to it, how so often when you think about the worship ministry, I mean, we all have the dream of, you know, a full auditorium or sanctuary of people just worshiping God and entering into his presence. And and yet, you know, as Jeff talks about, there's a whole lot of the behind the scenes right. stuff right. that has to happen if you're ever going to get to that point. And so I just really appreciate the <laughs> candidness with which he spoke on all these things. I loved him talking about picking up the receipts off the floor of the car. <laughs> I mean, that is so real yeah. for so many people. Yeah. You know, actually, I keep my receipts in my uh, my side door, the little pocket there. So hey, I, I know. You know, you're well, organized. I, but, I, but I bring them in eventually. You're That's organized, like my place but to I'm put more them. even more organized on where I'm going to put my receipts. <laughs> Our wives both refer to us as uh, receipt, receipt Nazis. Uh, receipt Nazis. Uh -huh. But hey, but you know, really going forward here, um, a couple of things that we want to be sure to mention to you. We have created a lead magnet. Jeff has uh, was craft. Jeff Dio uh, crafted this on the Worship Pastor's Guide to honoring their lead pastor. And it really is talking about um, partnering with the lead pastor, serving the lead pastor, and really helping the lead pastor be successful at what he or she does. And uh, this lead magnet, you, uh, you'll see it in the show notes. Just go to uh, leaders.church slash honor. Yep. And uh, you'll be able to get that uh, free PDF downloaded. It's about I don't know, what is that, about 9, 10 pages, yeah, something yeah, like that. Very it's a, simple, very easy simple, to read easy to read and go yeah. through. But we want to make that available to you as part of the the entire worship leadership course that's coming out here uh, in just a few days. Yeah, and I would mention on that that if you're a lead pastor watching or listening to this, this PDF that Dick's talking about is very applicable. It would even be something good to sit down together and just process with your worship pastor or worship director. Right. Um, and if you are one who leads worship, uh, be sure to grab a copy of this because so often we can have this relationship with the lead pastor um, and yet at times um, there can be some tension and I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it can happen because we're wired differently mm -hmm. and that's why 
worship pastors are gifted at leading worship because they're wired differently than the one who's uh, leading. Preaching uh, the word. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would be encourage you to do that. Go to leaders.church slash honor. It's a free PDF. You can get that. Um, and then in the next session, we're going to be picking up where we left off here with Jeff talking about the next three um, components or points of the nitty gritty uh, of the worship pastor's life yep. that I think is going to be really, really helpful for you. Yep, you're exactly right, Jonathan. Again, uh, for if you're watching this or listening to this, please uh, look forward to part two of the nitty gritty of the worship pastor life. Hope you enjoy it. Be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you'd like to do that, I want to invite you to go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.